0: Jay button popcorn <laughs> Okay let's start the show. Jim Bio Preparati per la stagione Quattro Preparate
1: para la temporada Quattro sit back relax and listen Fridays don't have you listening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn with Taj and Chels, Season Four, Episode Nineteen.
0: Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. My name is Chelsea, aka Chels, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And my name is
1: Tajana, aka Taj, actress, filmmaker, lover of black stories, black narratives, black everything. Welcome or welcome back, y'all. Rough
0: tastic. Ruff, ooh, let the dogs ruff. out. Ruff. Ooh, 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 ooh. She, said, she said it's puppy love, love. We said it's full grown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Miss Jackson um movies about pets y'all movies about pets who doesn't who doesn't love a four-legged buddy to keep you company and listen to your woes make you feel content I love my dog Kimza Minaj you know it's never boring with her love Russell love her right so much it's a huge responsibility though especially when you're very busy you know but I love her to pieces and I always try and hang out with her when I can so this is dedicated to the dogs in your life for real. Oh, All yeah. the ladies start like texting their exes. Hey, mm-hmm. this episode's about you. It's about the dogs. Right. <laughs> this will be fun. Very, very fun. Very sweet. Very lighthearted. So let's get into our movies. Make sure you have your fur baby with you. Is that what they call a fur baby? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Your fur Stop. baby? Fur baby dog. I can't mom, wait to have become doggo. a dog parent. I'm so excited. <laughs> Got to get you one. What kind do you want to get? I want to get
1: a Havanese dog. Because they don't shed and they're hypo, hypo,
0: hypoallergenic. Yeah. So I'm excited. That. That. I yeah. love that. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our movies, y'all. First up is Lilo and Stitch, 2002, directed and written by Chris Sanders and Dean DeBlois. available on Disney+. This is a classic. I'm sure most of you guys know this movie or at least heard of it. on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% of Google users enjoyed it. So, everyone's favorite pet alien movie from Disney almost had an entirely different narrative. According to Insider.com, originally, the film was going to be set in Kansas. So weird, but makes you think of Wizard of Oz or something. Stitch um, would be sharing his woes to woodland creatures. And after a trip to Kauai, The writers made their theme be Ohana. Of course, the whole theme of the movie is Ohana. Ohana meaning family. Family means nobody gets left behind. So a tour guide explained the idea of Ohana to them and how the concept was an important part of the island's lifestyle. The voice actors for Nani and David, uh, played by Tia Carrere and Jason Scott Lee, respectively, helped rewrite the Hawaiian characters' dialogue to include Hawaiian colloquialisms and slang, just so it really embodies the nature and culture of the people, which I think is so important. I think when you're doing anything where you are highlighting a certain um, ethnicity or race or highlighting a culture, you really need people from that space and in, in area to breathe life into it to make it accurate. Um, Karere is a native Hawaiian and Lee was raised in the state. Cobra Bubbles, <laughs> so funny. He is funny, even though he's supposed to be so tough and manly. is voiced by Bing Rames, the actor who played the gangster Marseilleus Wallace in the cult classic, Cult Fiction. Fans of the film noticed that Rames' character in Lilo and Stitch was modeled after Wallace in the film. Although they lost the Academy Award to Spirited Away that year, the film was nominated for Best Animated Film. Davey Chase was the lead voice in both films. So, you know... She ended up winning an Oscar anyhow. Listed on the license of a fire truck in the film is A113. And A113 refers to a classroom number at the California Institute of Arts, CalArts, where master animators at Disney and Pixar actually learn their craft. And I think that's so sweet to, like, give them their flowers. That is so cool. You know, shout out to the educators. But back to the film. A tale of a young girl's close encounter with the galaxy's most wanted extraterrestrial Lilo is a lonely Hawaiian girl played by Davy Chase who adopts a small, ugly dog whom she names Stitch, voiced by Chris Sanders. It's so funny because they're like, you can't have that dog. Why not? Because it was dead when it came in. <laughs> That's
1: what really got me.
0: <laughs> and the fact that it's like,
1: this is a dog? This is a dog for real? This is, this is what you're saying right now? <laughs> That's hilarious
0: and the way that he comes in and he shimmies and puts his arms into himself and terrifies the other dogs and like i mean lilo herself is feisty and she's a like i i bit this girl and i punched her because they were making fun of my rag doll like all this other stuff and she feeds fish in the ocean when she serves like she's so cool she's so ahead of her time because she's like six stitch would be the perfect pet if he weren't in reality a genetic experiment who has escaped from an alien planet and crash-landed on Earth. <laughs> six, to six Ah, Through her love, faith, and unwavering belief in Ohana, the Hawaiian concept of family, Lilo helps unlock Stitch's heart and gives him the ability to care for someone else. With an $80 million budget, it made $273 million at the box office. This movie's a classic. You know, if you're anything like me, then you are totally in love this film I love 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 Lilo and Stitch classic so sweet my gosh and just like Nani is so supportive and and you know really tries to make sure Lilo's voice is heard and everything that she does because she knows that she's feisty and independent and David has such a huge crush on Nani but she's like I gotta take care of my sister you know their parents passed tragically so you know she's independent i love it i love it so cute and the uh, elvis obsession is so funny to me like she loves it oh my god yes the elvis <laughs> obsession oh my gosh i forgot about that part yes and nani's like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna bake you and all this other stuff when she's all mad playing records and lilo locked uh, yep. door and putting nails yep. in it <laughs> and then mr bubble is so interview. rebellious bro <laughs> so oh rebellious god. For six. I was like, I want to see Lilo at 16. Right. It, it'll be euphoria. <laughs> Stop. Not euphoria. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goodbye. Ah. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, next up. Marley and Me, 2008, directed by David Frankel, available to rent on Amazon Prime. So this movie got a 62% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but 93 of Google users, 93% of them, enjoyed this movie. So... It's based on the novel by Josh Grogan. Newlyweds John and Jenny Grogan, a true story, played by Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston, leave behind snowy Michigan and move to Florida, where they buy their first home and find jobs at competing newspapers. Soon afterwards, the Grogans adopt Marley, an adorable yellow Labrador pup, mischievous handful. Still... Even while he's destroying the furniture and failing obedient school, he always manages to bring out the best in John, Ginny, and their growing family. This film had a budget of $60 million, made $247.8 million at the box office, it, so it dominated even though its rating is not that high on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's very endearing. You know, you got the two sunny, bright, blonde leads, Owen and Jen, you know, and they're bubbly and transcended their struggles with You know, it's really transparent, I should say, with their struggles with conceiving and trying to have a child and planting good roots. You know, you really empathize with them. Also, comic relief is Sebastian Tunney, Josh's best friend, played by Eric Dane. Grogan moves up even to the New York Times with his family and the now aging Marley. I won't ruin the movie for you, but it is very, very endearing and uh, bittersweet, but you should definitely read the book or watch the movie if you haven't. Last up is Because of Winn Dixie, two thousand five, directed by Wayne Wang, available on Disney Plus. So this film received only fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but got eighty seven percent by Google users. With a budget of fourteen million, it made thirty three point six million at the box office. It's based on the novel by Katie DiCamillo, Camillo. Abandoned by her mother years ago, Opal, played by Anna Sophia Robb, a 10-year-old girl moves with her preacher father, Jeff Daniels, to a small town in Florida. Lonely and missing her old friends, Opal is ecstatic to find companionship with a rambunctious little dog she names Winn-Dixie after the store where she found the pup. <laughs> That's sweet. So with Win dixies help, Opal befriends several colorful townsfolk played by the late Cicely Tyson, Ava Marie Saint, and Dave Matthews even, and even... Begins mending her relationship with her father. This movie is very endearing. You see a pattern with these films, you know. I feel like everyone's life feels empty and barren until the dog comes into the picture. They're lonely, you know. And the animal's able to give them a sense of substance and a new zest for life. So those are my picks for this week. Please check those out. Taj, you let them know what yours are. Yes,
1: I'm super excited um, because, I mean, pets are everything. I, I think that they're just... You know such a great companion um we actually have the my brother has a bearded dragon and he's had one since he was like in elementary school or like middle school around that time and um yeah it's just pets provide such a you know they're such a friend and um the first one of course we have to talk about the secret life of pets um because this (laughs) there's all the pets in this one um this came out in 2016 Um, and it, uh, basically centers on Max, who is a spoiled terrier, who enjoys a comfortable life in a New York building until his owner adopts Duke, a giant and unruly canine. During their walk outside, they encounter a group of ferocious alley cats and wind up in a truck that's bound for the pound. Luckily, a rebellious bunny named Snowball swoops in to save the doggy duo from captivity. In exchange, Snowball demands that Max and Duke join his gang of abandoned pets on a mission against the humans who have done them wrong. Um, (laughs) I think that, I mean, it's hilarious. Um, I feel like all of the characters in The Secret Life of Pets are super strong and like they all have their different personalities, which if you have a pet, you know that they have their own personalities. And I think it's also like one of those movies that shine a light on like how (laughs) us as humans owning pets, how that can be also problematic um, in some capacities. But I think that the you know, there's there's um, actually a Secret Life of Pets, too, as well. Um, So there's that. But I think that illumination and universal Pictures always does a good job of like having these like dynamic stories that have strong characters. And I think it's just a fun animation. Um, And especially, of course, for for kids, the fantasy of like seeing, you know, pets talk on screen is like super interesting, like giving the you know, um, giving them human, you know, ability to talk and, and do things on their own. Um, but yeah, The Secret Life of Pets got a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes and 87% um 87% of Google users like this movie. So, there's that. I think did okay. Yeah. Um, they had a $75 million budget and did 875.5 million at the box office. I think it was very intriguing. Um, have very, you know, strong actors and the voices um and so um, you know, I I think that this movie is just it's. A, I think it's a classic for the generation that is like right behind us. I think this is like one of their, um, like you know animated classic staples. Um, but yeah, watch Secret Life of Pets. It's on YouTube for rental, um, and anywhere else that you can find it. Um, second, mm-hmm. one of my faves. Oh my gosh, um, Bolt, Bolt. Uh, I love this movie so much. Um, I watched it with my, I think I watched it a few times with my sister, but, um, Bolt came out in 2008, um, very much family adventure, uh, film. I believe that, um, similarly to Secret Life of Pets, you know, going on an adventure and getting lost, that's definitely a part of this plot, um, because, um, basically Bolt, um, is a superstar canine and is um, voiced by John Travolta, um, and these days, Um, centering this canine superstar Bolt are filled with danger and um, intrigue until the cameras stop rolling. But Bolt doesn't know that he's on a TV show. What? He thinks his amazing powers are real. When Bolt is accidentally shipped from his Hollywood soundstage to the mean streets of New York, he begins his most amazing adventure. Armed only with his delusions and accompanied by a cat and a hamster, he sets out to find his owner, Penny. Um, who is uh, voiced by Mighty Cyrus. Uh, I absolutely love this film. I thought it was just a very interesting plot. Um, and it got 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good. Uh, 90% of Google users like this uh movie and Bolt. Um, I just love the aspect of like this dog is a it's a you know, a dog actor who doesn't know that it's not real and he um becomes like a pet to um the uh Um, to Penny his his owner um, on set because she I mean yeah she's she's his owner um, but you know he works um, on screen and you know as often she has to leave him in um, the trailer a lot of the times and you know then he gets you know lost and set on this adventure and ends up in New York and you know has to come to terms with reality in the real world and I think it's just such a great job of like unique plot and like world building and um I th- I thought that this movie was really really lit
0: it's um, so sweet Miley's in there <laughs> and then the cat yeah. he'd be friends and stuff
1: oh my gosh the, okay but can we talk about the the birds because they're hilarious <laughs> Yes,
0: so funny my spe-
1: my stomach's distended after the <laughs> meal <laughs> bro they that's it's just hilarious um and I love how the cat the cat you know friend you know having that and the hamster but having that character development from like going off like i'm a you know i'm just such a i'm such a tough guy you know and then going to into like you know um i care about friendship and i care about you it's just like i just i love it i loved it um i love it love it love it um but you guys should definitely watch it it is on disney plus um if you have it so you guys should definitely watch it um i think it's definitely a cool um Cool one especially have if you have like younger siblings, I think it's a, a definitely a dope uh movie to watch if you haven't uh watched it thus far. So um it did 310 million at the box office with a 150 dollar uh 150 million dollar budget. So definitely watch it. Um it's it's great. Um lastly <sighs> open season. <laughs> you guys, me and open season. I've watched this movie probably 20 times (laughs) because (laughs) and there's open season two as well but in regards to the original this um this film me and my siblings watched all the time as kids um and although the main characters themselves um are not um they're they're you know they live in the wild they're not um they are not pets there is a pet that accompanies them (laughs) <laughs> and is threaded into this story that i think is so hilarious um and it's actually exciting because um uh it it highlights Boog um who is a 900 pound grizzly bear and is voiced by Martin Lawrence um so Boog is in um is content entertaining tourists and living in the park ranger um who is um Beth um, you know, living in her barn, but his life takes a drastic turn when he rescues a one horned mule deer named Elliot, and <laughs> played <laughs> voiced by the beloved Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I love him, um, mm-hmm. from a hunter, and is subsequently tranquilized and returned to the wild. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Elliot and Boog recruit the other animals, notably a uh, Scottish squirrel. And a beaver foreman to help turn the tables on the hunters to make the woods safe. So this film came out in 2006. Um, it didn't do that well on Rotten Tomatoes, 48. percent I don't know, they hating, but whatever. 87% of Google users like this, mo- uh, this movie. <laughs> and I think that this film is so um, is so dope because it, you get to see all of the different uh, wildlife um, wildlife animals and um, you don't necessarily see that all the time. Usually it is more, you know, centered on, um, you know, like we always talking about like domestic, you know, um, pets and things of that sort. But, you know, Luke went from, you know, he's kind of kind of a pet to Beth um, mm-hmm. because when you are uh, owned by a park ranger um, and you entertain tourists and things of that sort, you have to be cared for um, and groomed by, you know, the staff. So definitely is a pet in that way, but he gets thrown into this like whole other situation um and has to like come to terms with this <laughs> this guy. Oh my gosh, this deer um who's like super annoying. I, I definitely see um Boog and Elliot as like uh Squidward and SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like they mirror each other in that way. But um I definitely Love it and I love the wiener dog that is owned by um those that couple um in that large RV van um adds a comedic touch to the film. So they definitely um and and, and that dog talks. I love the, the mm. voice of that dog. Um but definitely you guys should watch it. It's on Hulu. Um, and I think that it's just a very hilarious, um, very action-packed film and um yeah i i think that they did pretty well and they um my gosh they made a lot of a lot of money from this film a lot of moolah a lot of moolah like many many heroes that Mm -hmm. i can't even like wow um but they they i mean it came out back then where it's like you know going to the movies is obviously a hot commodity um so you know having a a animation adventure comedy and you know you have some nice names attached to the project i think it did really really well um and um yeah i i love open season so there's there's that film if you guys would like to watch it once again it's
0: on hulu and those um are my picks awesome so much fun i had fun this week i love anything with animals where the animals (laughs) live (laughs) where they live where they reside where are they at? <laughs> where they at? I want to go. I want to go see some wildlife. I went to see, um, where was it? Uh, I feel like Long Beach, where mm-hmm. the ocean side with like seals were like arr, oh. arr, on the rocks. Oh. It was so beautiful. It was, it was oh. nice. It, that yeah. was, that was a good day. Although there was one lady taking pictures and getting close to it, and a seal just, um, had given birth Small so there was a, like a blood and, and guts I was like "Ooh, she's stepping all in that not pretty
1: not cute oh, but <laughs> see nah nah you got to keep your distance not for me let them, let them exist together right um
0: yeah that was fun I forgot yeah I forgot about that memory but that was a few years ago I went and did that so that was cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: um <laughs> one of my weekend getaway days you know I, I may or may not have partied the day before. So the next day Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, seals, okay. Mm.
1: (laughs) Seals. Seals, Mm. whatever. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Water. We love animals and how they, you know, even with wildlife, like I said, you know, they can still, they still have that, pet like element of where we can go and interact with them. And, you know, they have that relationship with those who are in charge of the facilitation of these places. Right. And I think that that's just an interesting aspect alongside our beloved canines, our Tinsley menages, our cats, yeah. um, our hamsters, lizards, birds, so much birds snakes. Yeah. I would not, I would not keep an, a pet snake. But no, no, yeah, it is a form
0: of a pet. It People is a form have of pets pet. pets that are not conventional, so there There's is the also a story of this pet. guy whose pet he's like, it's so straight. He had a snake and it was getting so straight next to him, laying straight and wouldn't move. So he called it animal control. He's like, What's wrong with my snake? Like, is he sick? And like, he's just been straight next to you. He said, Yeah, for the last like 10 15 minutes, just laying straight next to me, not moving, you know, not expanding its body. He said, okay, can you get away from the snake? And they're like, yeah, okay. Then like, can you go to the next room? Because there might be something wrong with him, right? Like he might be sick. Went to the next room. They're like, okay, so the snake's in the other room? They're like, he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, when a snake straightens its body next to you, it's trying to measure how big you are, if they could swallow you whole. He was about to get eaten by his pet. Are you serious? <laughs> that's why they do that a snake I'm does than that. You. a snake does that to see your body mass to see if they could swallow it. because it's like an anaconda so they're like can i swallow oh it?
1: so he was just <laughs> the snake was just laying there like "No, nah, i'm not gonna be able to take yeah no yeah
0: it was going to eat him because it was laying straight. it was that big it was that big where he was straightening his body to see if he could fit all the of them in his is mouth that big. so why would you have that in your house I mean it's trying to kill he's like, why would you try to eat me? I'm its owner. But my thing is like a snake. You're smaller than me though.
1: How are you <laughs> gonna eat me? You can bite me and chomp away. Oh exactly. you're not gonna eat me whole. Not gonna eat me unless whole. you had one of those big like the big anaconda like slithering around. I don't even know how you would be able to fit that in your in your home unless you had a really big house, but something. That's... No, I don't like that.
0: it could surely bite you and do some major damage. Just for nah. Some, that's most of nah. mm, Not cute.
1: Not a pet for me. Mm-mm. But
0: for those of y'all who are snake lovers... Reptiles. ...out there. <laughs> yeah. Anything like that. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Next Thank week you. is our special Shakespeare with beer. Uh-huh. Aha! Yeah. Shakespeare. To be or not to be is the... Uh, the uh, the statement
1: to be or not to be that <gasps> uh, is <it>. the question <laughs> um, this time that we're in we will be
0: discussing movies based on his work that'll be a lot of fun follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast follow us on twitter at shade on instagram at shade or follow us individually you can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram
1: you can follow me at tajanaokachupa on Instagram and at tajana tweets on Twitter
0: yes let us know what you (laughs) got. yes let
1: us know do you have pets let us know tell us I would
0: like to see them (laughs) alright you guys until next week alrighty peace